It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hour number three of the G-Bag Nation about to catch up with Elliot Shore Parks, who is an Eagles reporter for 94 WIP in Philadelphia. Go behind enemy lines, get the inside scoop on Everything filthy. Zach Wolchuk, Brian Rodis, Lucius Alexander hanging out with you on this frigid, thirsty Thursday on your home, the Cowboys, home of the Rangers, your DFW Sports Station 105 through the fan. Appreciates you being live and local with us here on this holiday season. We are also available on YouTube, on Twitch, and the Cowboys getting ready for a Christmas Eve showdown. Now, I did see this courtesy of 535. Uh, 538, excuse me. They do their model, right? And it gives the Cowboys an 8.1% chance to win it all, which is actually the fifth highest among all NFL teams. And I found that to be quite remarkable with where they are right now. Uh, We'll have to do some homework and see exactly where they put the Eagles in that model. But let's go ahead and find out more about the Eagles right now as we are joined by Elliot Shore Parks, Eagles reporter from 94 WIP, courtesy of the Diamond Factory Hotline. Elliot, how are you, sir? Thank you for giving us some time this afternoon. Thanks for having me on, guys. Looking forward to talking about this game. Yeah, of course. Now, uh, no Jalen Hurts, so it'll be Gardner Minshew. What's the confidence in Minshew? I know Nick Sirianni seems to be you know, really intrigued and, and confident in his backup quarterback, but uh, what, yeah. what do you think about him? Yeah, so I look publicly, of course, the Eagles, are, the Eagles are going to say they have a ton of confidence. But being at the NovaCare, not just this week, but since they've acquired Gardner, they do have genuine confidence in this guy. And it's not just the coaching staff. The players in the locker room do as well. Gardner came in last year against, to be fair, a bad Jets team. 
but he played really well, and the offense clicked, and he spread the ball around, and he got guys uh, their numbers, and he won the game. So if you look at Gardner, I think he's kind of the perfect backup quarterback in the way that you could argue he's good enough to be a starter. His numbers are impressive, you know, overall in his career. But he's probably the best as an elite backup. And uh, I think that the Eagles should have a ton of confidence going into this matchup. How different do you think the offense will look with Minshew opposed to Hurts? Well, it'll look different. I mean, they might do some of the RPO stuff, but we all know it's not as effective when it's Gardner doing it uh, as opposed as opposed to Jalen. And one thing they did a lot in that first matchup against the Cowboys was they made Micah Parsons read Jalen. They made him hesitate a half a second you know, at the snap to, to keep him from going full steam at the quarterback. That's going to be tougher to do this time. So I think that'll be one difference. The other thing is you'll probably just see more of a traditional running game, more just handing it off, not that option type of stuff. And the Eagles can do that well, so I still think they'll be able to run the ball. But those will probably be the biggest differences with Gardner as opposed to Jalen. Elliot, what do you think the biggest concern is for the Eagles going into this game when you look at the Cowboys roster? I mean, they're really banged up at at linebacker, banged up at corner. Is there some spot, if, if I were to ask you, would they be concerned of Dak Prescott? Would they be concerned about Micah Parsons? Where do you think their yeah. attention would be focused? Well, it's a great question because if you look traditionally, Dak has played really well against the Eagles. They've struggled against him, especially in recent memory. So the easy answer would be Dak, and I'm sure we'll talk about him a little more. But for me, it's Micah Parsons. So you're looking back to that first Eagles game, and obviously I don't have to tell you guys how dominant of a player he is. Everybody knows that. But in that first Eagles game, they were able to neutralize him a little bit until the second half when Lane Johnson came out and you, you saw the game record he could be. Now, the Eagles have good tackles, but – Jordan Mailata is probably not having the great season maybe his reputation gives him. And Lane's great, but Mike is great as well. So you're not going to be able to do that RPO stuff. My biggest worry for the Eagles would be Micah just single-handedly wrecking this game. Now, I think that you're, you're, you're right. I mean, Dak has played great against the Eagles, certainly. And, and with Cooper Rush having played that first game, the Cowboys were able to be competitive in the second half. Maybe some Cowboy fans felt if Dak had a played, they would have had an opportunity to win it. Where are you at with, with, with Dak and how he's played this year since returning from injury? Yeah. And I mean, the interceptions certainly are a talking point for us here in Dallas right now. Yeah, and, and they should be. And I kind of think uh, it's, it's going to be a huge factor in this game. If you look at how the Eagles are great, like when they're playing their best football, and I know you could say this of any team, but the Eagles have been very good at it this year. They take care of the ball and they force turnovers. So if you're Dallas, one way to make sure that this Eagles team goes in and wins on Christmas Eve is to turn the ball over. And Dak's been doing that a ton. The Eagles are a team that creates turnovers in a lot of different ways. Their pass rushers are really good at getting in the pocket and getting their hand at the football. Hassan Reddick's good at it. Brandon Graham is good at it. Uh, Javon Hargrave is good at it. And then in the secondary, they have guys that are opportunistic. Bradbury, Slay, Maddox. Um, they don't have Chauncey Gardner-Johnson right now, but he's been really good at it. So for the Cowboys, if you look at what Dak has been doing, I think it's seven interceptions in four games. That's a major concern, especially when Gardner uh, Minshew has 41 touchdowns to 12 interceptions in his career. So if he takes care of the ball and Dak doesn't, the Eagles are going to win the game. We had uh, Michael Lombardi on yesterday, and he actually said if, if the Cowboys can block up and protect against the Eagles, he, beating them via the pass might be the best way to go about. Would you agree with that assessment? Because I look at that Eagles secondary and think, my gosh, they're damn good on the back end. I thought maybe running the yeah. football would be the better route to go. 
I would I would disagree. I think that this Eagles team has shown they can stop the run. Now, the last time the kind of you know the the whole league saw the Eagles was on Monday night when the Washington uh, Commanders ran all over them. But since then, they've shut down Jonathan Taylor. They've shut down Saquon Barkley. They've shut down Derrick Henry. They've shown that they're very good against the run. So, I, from the Eagles' perspective, they're probably hoping the Cowboys come in and wants to run the ball. A, it's just harder to get down the field that way. But I just think if you look at, you know, how Dak has been great against them, it, it's passing it. It's taking advantage of the secondary. Now the Eagles secondary is very good, but I still think the Eagles probably hope the Cowboys are going to run in this game. Where do you think the uh, – how do you see the matchup between – with Tyron Smith now playing right tackle and and with Reddick? I mean, he, he's been outstanding. I mean, in the, the all 22 yeah. that I've watched – do you feel like that that's a wash, or do you feel like that the, maybe the Eagles might have an advantage there because Tyron hasn't hasn't played the position a whole lot? Yeah, I think the Eagles would have the advantage there. And Hassan Reddick's an interesting player. When the Eagles signed him, they got him for $35 million guaranteed, which for a guy that has his resume was really proven to be a great deal. And I think it's because when you think of the best pass rushers in the league – you don't think of Hassan Reddick off the tip of your tongue, but he's had double-digit sacks the last three seasons. He's done it with three different teams, first player in NFL history to do that. And I think he's probably playing the best football of his career. He was an absolute terror uh, in their last game. He's one of the main reasons they, they, they beat the Bears. So I think it's definitely a matchup that the Eagles will take advantage of. I think at this point there's not many tackles you could line up across from Hassan Reddick and feel confident that he'd be able to stop them. Uh, Elliot, let me ask you maybe a, a sad question for Eagles fans right now, though. How concerned are you about the shoulder of of your quarterback? Is there, you know, maybe there's some whispers that it might be an AC joint problem that he's dealing with, uh, maybe yeah. maybe more long-term than what the Eagles are leading on to. I know that Nick Sirianni's come out and talked that he's got Wolverine tendencies that he can regenerate parts and stuff like that. But is is there a concern that this really might be something more long-term? Yeah, so the Eagles publicly are, you know, saying, you know, that he's a quick healer and every but I, Jalen is hurt. Like that's the bottom line. Yeah. Jalen hurt. Jalen, he is dealing with an injury, and we can, you know, explain it away all we want. The bottom line is he has an injury to his throwing shoulder heading into the playoffs. Not a good thing. Now the Eagles have won enough games, or he'll have, he'll get time to rest, right? But when he comes back, the question is, will he be the same passer he was before the injury? But also, will he be the same runner? I mean, yeah. we can debate. We can debate for five years if he can play this way but the real question is is he going to be the same dynamic threat running or is he going to be thinking about that shoulder is he one hit away are they not going to have him run it as much so Jalen is definitely hurt and I think it's it's something to be concerned about going into the postseason man I appreciate your honesty about that most people wouldn't be that honest about what you just said <laughs> uh you know okay you got the Saints pick now and was that pick earmarked to maybe get a quarterback and but now it looks like Hurts is your guy, right? I mean, no, no sense of messing with these quarterbacks. With that pick, do you see the Eagles moving that thing again? I mean, Zach and I are totally into the draft. That's why I'm asking this question already. But do you see the Eagles moving that pick again for next year's type of a thing? Or do you actually feel like they're going to stand in there and make a pick? Yeah, you know, I think with any draft question, the truth is probably we'll see who's there and we'll see what the offers are just because Howie is so open to wheeling and dealing and they're not in a place where they have to take a player there. But covering Howie as long as I have, I do think he will view, let's say it does finish top 10 or top five or whatever, he'll view that as a chance to get another cornerstone of this franchise. And there are positions where they need help. I mean, 
you know, tackles that you you don't they don't have any great backup tackles at this point. Lane might only play another two years, so that's a position they could target. They could lose James Bradbury in free agency. Uh, that's a position they could target to start uh, opposite Slay and eventually turn into that number one. And I think the defensive line is always a position that they'll target. Their defensive tackle position especially has a lot of free agents this offseason. So could he trade it? Absolutely he could. But I think with the positions he values and right now what it looks like could be there, I think they're more likely to draft a player. Talking with Elliot Shore, Parks Eagles reporter for 94 WIP. I mean, it, it's an incredible job that Howie Roseman has done building that football team. So talented. I'm, I'm sure it's one of the more talented Eagles teams you've ever gotten to cover. But if you had yeah. to say that this is maybe their biggest weakness, what would that be? I mean, now it's Jalen's injury, I would say. But it, but if you want to if you want to take that away. Um, I mean, special teams have not been great for them this year. There have been times where they've given up long, long kickoffs, and then you put the defense in a position where they only have to, you know, where the offense is only 55 yards away instead of 75. I would say that, but but the truth is they really don't have a weakness. This team has won all types of ways. They, they have outstanding offensive defensive line. They have great players on the outside at both uh, cornerback and receiver. And Jalen, although now injured, was probably the NFL MVP before he got hurt. So, you know, special teams, sure, we could, you know, p- pick on that. But ultimately, they are, they are a team that does not have true weakness. Elliot, how much does uh, Nick Sirianni hate the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Nick, Nick has embraced uh, the rivalries of, uh, of this city. Now, he's not from Philly. He didn't grow up a Cowboys hater, but sure. they, he, uh, he, he's very into it. They have a wall in the NovaCare. It's the rivalry wall. And if they're playing New York, they'll put New York pitchers up there. This week they're playing the Cowboys. There is a Cowboys helmet up there. We all, we all remember last year the beat Dallas shirts that he wore. Um, he's, he's into it. And I think he knows the importance of beating them because let's be honest, the Eagles don't really have to play this game if they don't want to. They're going to be the number one seed more than likely. So the fact that he's, he knows the importance of beating the Dallas Cowboys on Christmas Eve speaks to the fact that he knows it's an important rivalry. Yeah, I was going to ask you, has, has this game kind of lost a little bit of steam with the Cowboys having lost to Jacksonville? Now you've got the Hurts injury, so he's not going to be yeah. playing. But, I mean, does it still feel like it's that important to just still be able to sweep the Cowboys for the Eagles and go ahead and make sure you secure the division in that number one seed? No, I, I think it has lost its luster. And it's disappointing because I thought it was shaping up to be you know, one of the most important Eagles games I've covered, at least in the regular season, and especially between the Eagles and the Cowboys. But the fact that the Cowboys did lose to the Jaguars, the fact that also if you look at the playoff seeding, the Cowboys are probably going to be the number five seed and the Eagles are probably going to be the number one seed. So there's not a ton of of wiggle room there. Um, I actually think it's a game where the Eagles should not show much on offense. I, I don't think there's much to be gained by it, but the end of the day, it's at Jerry World, Jerry's World. It's at Christmas Eve. It'll feel like a big game. It just is not the uh, epic showdown it, it once looked like it was going to be. All right, so Elliot, uh, when we had you on previously on our station, one of our other co-hosts asked you what I think might be the worst question in the history <laughs> of radio. Now, if if you don't remember, I just want to play this for our listeners. This was the interaction. I actually had to cut it down because he was such a schmuck, and he asked it to you about three different times. I just want to know, as, as you play this back as, and you hear it back, uh, your reaction, if this is indeed the worst question you've ever been asked in your career. D- did you get a chance to see it firsthand? I know you're in the locker room. No, no, I, I did not. I did not. 
Now, okay. You, now, is that is there is there any like uh, is there a reason why? But you you heard this right? Like this this was well known pretty much the entire duration he was there. Correct. Once he started winning more and more big games here in Philadelphia, the uh, the nickname definitely stuck, and it was you know something they would you know it would be a nickname in the locker room. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, did you get a feel for whether it was 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 the most impressive part? Was it the girth, or or, or was it actually the tonnage? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, Ellie. we really and, are. And we man. have since kicked him off the show. Yeah, um, he's not here today for very good reason, and that's why we wanted to ask you to to come back to avoid further embarrassment. But your thoughts on that? Well, it's so funny. You didn't even get. Three words into your question, I could tell where you were going with this. I'd forgotten it was even on a Dallas station, but the second you started to discuss it, I instantly knew the question you were thinking about. And I've done a lot of interviews, so yeah, it was you know it was a certainly an awkward uh, fun moment, I guess. <laughs> Appreciate you being a good sport. Yeah, you are such a good sport about it. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this though. Um, you know, you talk about your team, and you've been really honest about your team up there. Um, do you feel like though they're going to come in here and get a victory? Because I, I know a lot of us are like thinking, even with the backup quarterback, this still is a really, really good team Dallas is about to play. Yeah, yeah. no, I think the Eagles will will win the game. I think when you look at it, the Eagles have the advantage, I think, on both offense and defensive line. Uh, I think they're the better team. I think they have the advantage on the, on the coaching staff as well. But the other thing is, if you look at this Eagles team since 2016, the games where they've started a backup for the first time, so whether that's you know, Jalen in 2020, Foles when he was here, Gardner last year, they're 5-0 and in those games. So this mm. team knows how to capitalize on the beginning of a backup. And if there's anything Philly loves, it's a backup quarterback. So I do think Christmas Eve, uh, they'll come in. Gardner, it's a huge stage for him professionally. He's a free agent this offseason. And uh, I think the Eagles are going to be motivated by finally being an underdog. So I do think they're going to win the game. Well, it is the holiday season. Do you have any uh, traditions in the Shore Parks household uh, this time of year? Well, I would say this. I'm a huge Christmas movie guy. We watch the Hallmark movies. We always watch Christmas Vacation, Love Actually, all those good Christmas movies. So I would say, uh, you know, throughout the month of December and leading up, of course, we, uh, we always make sure we watch a Christmas movie each night. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing. You need to stop doing a good job on that podcast. We're still trying to catch you on the love and star. So you guys can take a couple of weeks off, though, and we'll figure this thing out and try and jump yeah. up back there with you guys. But you guys well, do a, a tremendous job on your podcast as well for your fans. I appreciate it. And then, look, the sick thing is people love listening when things are going bad. So this Jalen injury has been good clicks for us. There but, uh, yes, you guys do a great job, too. I look forward to uh, maybe doing one in the conference championship game, a little crossover That one. sounds great. That sounds Ooh, great, man. That would be fun. Elliot, thank you so much, man. This has been a blast getting to talk with you. Good luck. Uh, hopefully it's not a winning result for you guys, of course, but hopefully we can get a rematch in the postseason again and we can do this again. Yep, sounds good. I'll uh, talk to you guys soon. All right, have a, have a good one. Happy holidays. There he goes. Elliot Shore Parks, Eagles reporter for 94 WIP, joining us via the Diamond Factory Hotline. I love that he knew exactly where I was going with yeah. that Eric question. We, we, were de- we were debating that one, right? I was going to do it the he, whole time. He was time. a good sp- You were going to do it the whole time. Whole time, yeah. You, you, you asked me and you were like, Okay, I see where this is going. So next time you ask me about something, just don't even worry about it, right? No, I, I, if you really didn't want me to do it, I wouldn't have done it. You're such a liar. No, I wouldn't have done it. You're such a liar. It's my I turn. wouldn't have done it. If you, if you were uncomfortable with it, I would no. not have done it. But I felt like if we you were... you told me it was my turn. I felt like we were okay. You're talking about Nick... You got to tell you the story. It's about Nick Foles. It right? was about Nick Foles, yes. Yeah, yeah. So the Nick Foles and the, uh, the, the big Nick energy. Yeah. 
And that's where Eric was going with that. And it yeah. was, gosh, it was a very cringeworthy moment. And uh, yeah, we were debating whether or not we really wanted to, we were going to play it regardless, but we weren't sure if we really wanted to play it for Elliot or not. Yeah. So I'm glad that we did, though. You looked at me like, oh, I'm doing this, bro. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I, wa- I old, wanted to do don't it. Don't worry about it, old man. I wanted to do it. Uh, but you but you did. You gave me the nod. So you were like. I was cool. You were like, let's Elliot's do it. good, dude. You're like, let's do it. Yeah, he's confident his team's going to win. He is, and maybe they will, but hopefully they don't. Yeah. All right, uh, and he, hey, he said maybe we'll see him again in the conference championship game. That'd be nice. fun. Yeah. Uh, crosstalk with Eagles always leaves me cringe, just the 817. All right, let's get into the Wooly Bully Top 10. I know we're behind, but we got Christmas quickly approaching. We do this with Thanksgiving foods, but I found a list of the top 10 best Christmas foods. I was oh. wondering, do you have a food that you specifically enjoy on Christmas? 877-881-1053. We'll do that next on The Fan. 